the Department of Homeland Security is fielding more Freedom of Information Act requests than ever. DHS and its subcomponents handled nearly half of all FOIA requests in government. The department is finally starting to find some success in whittling down the FOIA backlog and in improving processing times, but members of Congress are concerned DHS still has too many disparate FOIA processing and tracking systems. More on that now from Federal News Network's Nicole Agrisco. The Department of Homeland Security had a lot of good things to say about its attempts over the past year or so to whittle down its Freedom of Information Act request backlog and actually respond to those requests more quickly. DHS's FOIA backlog is down 40 percent in 2019 over the previous year. It's left with a little more than 32,000 requests in the backlog. The department's processed nearly 430,000 FOIA requests in 2019. That's 14 percent more than the previous year. And the department says those numbers are expected to grow year after year. When it comes to FOIA, though, DHS is already one of the busiest in government. The department handles almost 45 percent of all FOIA requests that come into government. And the department says it's seen recent investments in FOIA processing and tracking technology finally pay off. James Holzer is the DHS Deputy Chief FOIA Officer. Currently, all the HQ offices and six of the nine operational components participate on the department-wide FOIA tracking and processing solution that enables components to share the costs of storage and information technology support, avoid duplicative data entry, seamlessly transfer requests and records across the department, and better manage the workforce. DHS continues to modernize the FOIA IT infrastructure. In 2018, the department's FOIA Technology Working Group recommended scalable requirements for an enterprise FOIA uh, processing and case management system. The solution must, one, allow requesters to submit requests directly into the system and retrieve records electronically. Two, it must integrate advanced e-discovery tools, which will enable the deduplication of records and harness the power of artificial intelligence. And three, it must be interoperable with other FOIA processing solutions in the department. Members on the House Homeland Security Committee say that's all good news, but they're a little worried DHS isn't actively looking for more ways it can help its components collaborate and work with each other. Congresswoman Social Torres Small is the chairwoman of the Homeland Security Oversight, Management, and Accountability Subcommittee. I applaud these efforts and would like to learn more about what is being done to make similar improvements across the DHS enterprise. It's concerning to me, though, that DHS components use different FOIA processing systems, systems that don't always talk to each other. I'm also concerned that the three DHS components that field the most FOIA requests, Customs and Border Protection, CBP, Immigration and Customs Enforcement, ICE, and USCIS, aren't always working together in the most efficient and effective manner. Citizenship and Immigration Services is one of DHS's busiest components for FOIA. It handled over 200,000 FOIA requests last year. Its backlog is down 64 percent in 2019. And the agency attributes its success to its own new FOIA processing and tracking system. It's called the Freedom of Information Act Record System, otherwise known as FIRST. Tammy Meckley is the Associate Director of the Immigration Records and Identity Services Directorate at CIS. Early indications are that FOIA processors are almost doubling productivity. USCIS is now seeing a reduction in processing times of 22.5 minutes per case. The digital request management and delivery process will save time, improve efficiency, and eliminate potential errors that can occur when manually handling paper. 
Requesters have reported that they can easily create and log into their account, file requests online, manage requests, and access responsive documents posted to their account. Under the old system, CIS only accepted FOIA requests by mail, fax, or email. Requesters got a CD in the mail with the appropriate documents on it. Members on the House Homeland Security Subcommittee see promise with the new CIS system, and they wondered whether it's something other DHS subcomponents should be using. DHS says, though, it's not that easy. Here's Meckley. Each component does have vastly different lines of business, and those lines of business do drive how we execute our FOIA program day to day. For us, the concentration has been, you know, focusing on a technical solution that not only met yesterday's needs, but today's needs and tomorrow's needs. We are in that position now. We are poised to share information about first with other DHS components. I think that solution is one that is scalable. That is one that could be viewed as an enterprise solution. Some DHS components had shared information and resources with each other in the past to process FOIA requests on the other's behalf. Immigration cases especially can benefit from this kind of cross-component collaboration. For example, Immigration and Customs Enforcement, and CIS, had an agreement in place several years ago, but that agreement doesn't exist today. The Government Accountability Office recommended in 2014 that DHS reinstate some of these agreements among the department's subcomponents. But for Holzer, these kinds of agreements don't make as much sense as maybe they once did. That recommendation is fairly old, and so the FOIA infrastructure in the department has changed somewhat. And so when we had those memorandums of agreements between the components, it was almost necessary because the components were not able to utilize the technology that we had in place. As I said, we weren't able to shift the records around the department. I don't think that's the case anymore. I think that the technology that we currently have in place will allow the record sets to be transferred. And I would assume that a solution such as FIRST, that we could grant access to other components to be able to process those records within that solution. And if not, then I think that we could work with our colleagues to continue to look at how we can utilize technology. But again, my big concern is that I do not want to take resources that are limited at ICE and have them shifted over to CIS to fund a solution that they're not really interested in participating. But Meckley says the reasons behind that original 2014 recommendation can and should be re-evaluated. And she says the CIS processing and tracking system could easily step in and fill the void for other subcomponents, or maybe even other agencies across government. Here's Meckley. You know, when I talked to the DHS CIO about this, um, you know, this was more of a vision. We were developing requirements and capabilities, and we used the agile methodology to deliver that capability. So my ask was, let us deploy this solution. Let us focus on the core functionality. Let us deploy the solution. And once we essentially got it right, then we could expose. We, we did this in a cloud-based architecture stored in the Amazon uh, Web Services cloud, and it's open source code. So if any DHS component or government agency wants us to expose that code and allow them to use that, we're ready to have those technical conversations. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. And you can find Nicole's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at pluralsight.com vision. 
cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. It's in our nature.